0: Guys, before we start the podcast, I just want to make a public announcement, and that announcement is the popping off of the Slag Guy Podcast Patreon. Now, over on patreon.com forward slash Sly Guy Podcast, we have loads of, I mean, I want to call it ditties, you know, loads of little ditties for you. Loads of things that you can just enjoy. We took a little bit of time, we assessed what we were doing here on the podcast what we could do to make it a bit better and listen we've listened to what you've said and people have said Dave I want guests on the podcast I like it whenever you have people on to talk to and we want to see more of that and I've gone hey you've spoken I've listened and I think producer Bench did a fart whilst I was in the middle of doing this announcement did you just do a fart a phone his phone buzzed yeah and it just so happens his phone is up his bum and he buzzed <laughs> it buzzed because he fart or shit himself either way don't be don't be f- flatuating when I'm doing the Patreon rate, Okay, but I digress. Over on Patreon now, we, we, we've refocused. We've put all our energy into producing extra content. So now the weekly podcast is niche-nish. No longer a video podcast of me on a webcam in my dining room. No, it's an audio-only, extra-slag-eye podcast where it's like this, only it's a little bit more x rated You get some more ins and outs. I'm a little bit more ranty, a little bit more cross. You just get some more truth, some more me. As well as that, now we have the the big lure, the the piece de resistance, the guest podcast, and um, the current live podcast we have up there was with my guest Andrew Smith from the Great British Bake Off, a Netflix show baking impossible coming this week. We will have my sit down chat with William Thompson, and in the next couple of weeks, we have podcasts with Aaron Butler. And Jim Rhys So if you want to get on over there, you want to get some extra Slag Eye content, there's stuff coming out every weekday with bonus episodes of uh, Dog Walks with Davey. We've got the Serial Killing podcast that's backlogged over there. And we finally have the end of the bloody Champions League of Weird. So if you want more stuff, if this isn't enough for you, if you don't like this, you want guests, Slag Guy podcast over on Patreon. www.patreon.com forward slash Sly podcast. Let's go. Bring on the episode, bring on the introduction, and let's get sly. Who even says that? Let's go. I'm the Sly Guy. Hello and welcome to Sly Guy podcast. Listen, before you buckle in your seatbelts and put your wee butts on the seat, I'm just going to start off with just getting some bits of business out of the way. Because this week's episode, there's lots to talk about. But this week, I want to get my plugs out of the way early and the first thing that i want to talk to you about is my show at the ulster hall bits and pieces brand new show coming september 10th 2022 tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster or the ulster hall website or if you you follow me on social media get on to my accounts and just follow the links they're all there if you don't follow me on social media what are you doing dave elliott comedy on instagram or the dave elliott on twitter two l's two t's in Elliot, because why? Because Dave Elliot Comedy is apparently too long for a Twitter handle. So, follow me on there, it's a lot of fun. As well as that, a lot of fun as the sponsors that we have on the show and sponsors that we have from day one. I was going to say, our number one bitches, our number one squeezes Modest Beer. Modest Beer is a small independent brewery based here in Hollywood, County Down on the Gold Coast here in North Down. And um, what they have been is loyal to this podcast, they have been supporters. And we are supporters of them, and their range is now, I mean, they have a a more impressive range than Justin Hawkins, the lead singer of the darkness, and by fuck his range is impressive. But if you want to know more about Modest Beer, go visit their website, www.modestbeer.co.uk, or again, if you want to hit them up on social media, it's just at Modest Beer, every handle's at Modest Beer. They're modest handles, and they're simple, they're wise, it's Modest Beer. There we go. Now that is out of the way. I can get stuck into the podcast. How are we all doing, everybody? I hope we are feeling good. I mean, I feel like the new year is now kind of, it's in full swing. You know, you can see if you're watching the podcast on YouTube that I am wearing a very bright, vibrant sporting top because, hey, it's a new year. It's a new me. And whether or not I'm, I'm a physique guy yet, who knows? But what I know for sure is I'm wearing the gear so I think a lot of people out there are doing the same they're like listen it's a new year I'm going to be a new me I'm going to be a sporty person the first move of being a sporty person is just wearing the gear like a lot of I know a lot of women out there just wear leggings sport leggings athletic leggings to like just just go to home bargains just do their shopping in these leggings are they going to squat rack? nish nish they're going to collect those wee skinny whip bars from B&M bargains and that's exercise enough whatever's a starting point You start, I've just thrown this very vibrant um, Under Armour unit, I mean, would you call it a unit? I don't know, it's maybe just a straight up. Under Armour are weird, they're like, is it a jumper? Is it a jacket? Is it a t-shirt? Who knows, it's as thin as a t-shirt. It's actually probably quite fucking stupid. It's a a stupid item of clothing. It's too light, it's not going to keep you warm. It's uh, Yeah, it just looks nice. You know, it just—they've mugged me off. And why have Under Armour mugged me off? Because they got The Rock on board, and everyone knows I love The Rock. Everyone knows DTRJ is one of my idols, Dwayne Rock Johnson. And uh, I bought some of his gear on Under Armour as well, because there's be a bit of a sale on. Obviously, since I'm a full-time comedy guy now, I just have don't have enough just spare cash to throw around. So I had to be careful to wait on the sales. I had a real embarrassing moment. I bought—I mean, if you think this is rare, the The Rock thing i bought was like a it was a hoodie a vest and a t-shirt in one and how does that how do you work that out well there's a hood to it right there's a wee bit where you put your hands at the stomach it's as thin as a t-shirt but there's no the nipples come out as well So it's like a hoodie where your nipples come out but you can put your phone in the pouch it's impressive now what it says on the front of it is hardest worker in the room I thought, listen, I like that motif. I would agree that I'm the hardest worker in the room. There we go. That's fine. So for whatever reason, one of the first few days I was on my, uh, my full-time comedy shit. I was coming up with some stuff. I thought, listen, I need to write. I need to come up with some new ideas. I need to put some plans in motion because i tell you what, there have been plans put in place for th- for this podcast and the supporting podcast with guests that are over on Patreon, which is doing great. So thank you to all the, the positive comments. We'll come back to that later. But I was sitting and I thought, you know what? Not only if you're if you're doing things, you need to be motivated to do things. And sometimes in life, motivation you just can't get it. You just can't get motivated to do things. You need that little lift. So I thought, you know what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put on my hoodie vest t-shirt that DTRJ designed and I'm just going to look in the mirror and say see hardest worker in the room so I put this on I'm just sitting in my dining room at my computer basically going writing down a bit of who would I like to have as guests on my podcast you know, who would I like to... That's the level of work I'm doing. So that's fine. I'm in the dining room, mind my own business. I'm working hard. I've got the notepad and pen out. I've got the computer on the go. I'm listening to things in my, my earphones. Like, I'm all going. I am the hardest worker in the room. Then my wife comes in from being like out, out doing a Tesco shop with the two kids. She comes in, opens the door. First thing she says without missing a beat is, what the fuck are you wearing? I was like, I'm clearly wearing a, a hoodie vest t-shirt. Like, I mean... By doing the Rock Johnson. She's like, You do realize you aren't Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And I was like, Well, I know, but I'm supporting him. And she went, Like, "Like he he needs your support. You know, like, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, it's so important for him and his brand and his family and his monetary situation that you buy his gear. And I was like, Well, you know, she's like, You've a pair of Rock. Under Armour shoes you don't wear. You have another thing that's... I would say it's a vest, but it's all string. And it just says the people's champion on it. And you're not neither the people's champion or anything. And I went, yeah, I'm not the people's champion. And then I puffed up my chest, put my nipples away, and showed her the motif on the front, the hardest worker in the room. And you know what she said to me? She goes, you're the only person in the room, dickhead. And then got out and left. Burnt me. So that was the start of my, of my working week. The new me, new year, new focus. Just made it instantly feel like shit by my wife telling me I'm the only guy in the room I look stupid I don't have the physique with The Rock I'm a fat guy and I just need to get my life sorted and that hurt my feelings so that's where I'm at so today you know rather than wearing The Rock maybe maybe in a couple of weeks maybe that's something producer Ben wants to see is me in The, in, in the Rock t-shirt hoodie you know fest I'm a, maybe I, I'll i make you a promise I will wear it one day the hardest worker in the room do you want to see it? he's nodding he's like don't lick your lips when you nod it's really weird would you like to see that? hmm but yeah well one thing i'm doing is hydrating say whatever you want but it's an important step and i am um i'm very much when i'm like trying to be a diet guy i'm very much baby steps you know i'm very much baby steps with trying to do things i need to I, like everything needs to align for me to for it to work right you know everything needs to be Exa- like, and I feel I always need to start off with a bit of a diet. Now, I'm sure you heard in the last few weeks when I was doing the podcast, I sounded sick, you know. I didn't have COVID for some... I don't know why. I've Let me touch some wood. I haven't tested positive for COVID yet. I'm always doing lateral flows, you know. I'm like, I was going to make the worst route. I was going to call myself Eddie Tester, you know, that I thought in my head when I was thinking too quickly that it would sound like Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam, you know, with his la- even flow lateral... I, that's the the naffest thing about Ben. Cut that out. I'm embarrassed at myself. Anyway, Eddie Tester. I do test, test still always negative. Yet, just before Christmas, I started like having a little bit of difficulty with the oil. Uh, you know, I started to struggle to breathe. You know, when I was and I was sitting eating a Christmas dinner, and I know a lot of people do struggle to breathe when they're sitting down eating Christmas dinner. But I was sitting. I was out for a Christmas dinner. Um, it was Daddy Daughter Day, so my dad was out with his daughter. Who happens to be spoiler alert my sister, and I was out with my daughter, only the firstborn because the the youngest ones we deck she'd ruined Daddy Daughter Day, so we were out having a dinner, and I was sort of going, <clears throat> having to take this is a bit of ASMR for you. I had to take my inhaler, not feeling too good. My dad was like, "Are you all right?" And I was like, "Again, but rather than going, yes, I'm fine." The first response now is. I'm clear. I'm negative. I swear, you know. So, you know, I'm negative, and that was the day before Christmas Eve that happened, and I just felt like getting worse. Come Christmas Day, it's not feeling great, and then just full blown lurgi. And I thought i definitely this is COVID, all the symptoms of COVID, but no COVID. Just a, just a straight up cold, and it was horrendous. And only now I'm just about getting better, and now I feel good again. I don't know why I started talking about being sick there because people were listening to the podcast and could hear. Feeling a bit—is that what I was talking about? That I was just feeling a bit better. Who knows? But my point being is, yes, baby steps. I'm now feeling like you know what. And maybe I, you know, I'm I'm like an entitled little brat. I know I feel like I'm ready now to do some exercise and diet. I feel like you know I'm over all this. My health's feeling good again. I'm, I'm now i started to watch what we're eating. So me and my wife are kind of like eating eating better. I'm trying to keep hydrated. Is what I think I started talking about in the first instance. I'm just now ready. Tomorrow night, I'm going to the gym. So I'm going to the gym for just a proper workout. And I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. I feel good. Even though I've said, listen, hey, New Year, new me, all we do is put on sports gear. It's a start. You know, if it is what you do, if it's going to be an bargains, buying the skinny whips, and that makes you feel good, you do you, baby boo. It's all about that New Year. So trying to make some positive steps, trying to you will get the health on track, trying to just get into the zone where I love working out. It's hard, you know? Again, I thought when I went full-time, I'd be like, you know, out of all this time to just write and work. But I've just been busy work because, again, as soon as I left work, I'm like, oh, shit, I need to make money to, to look after my kids. Hence why I'm doing a fucking guest podcast over on Patreon because this, again, this podcast in and of itself, you know, I feel like it is, it's always here, you know? Um, and sometimes it gets neglected, you know. Sometimes it does, but you know what? Sometimes in life you just need to you need to die to be reborn, and that's what we're doing over on Patreon. We are flourishing. We we had to go through a cocoon phase. We're in the wee cocoon. You know, we're just inside a little cocoon. And then you know what happens? Have you ever seen a, a butterfly get born, Ben? They're little. They're little caterpillars during the wee cocoon, They're like this. And then what they do is they just burst out. Fly away, and everyone loves it. And that's what's happening over there on Patreon. The guests are f- are great. As as a Ben, let me just say, get on the mic there every second, Ben. You um, whenever we first met, you you were a fan of a previous podcast I used to do. We'll not discuss. And um, yep. you were a fan of that. you before you. I mean, before you were working with me, you would just you were a fan. Just you know of me, you you were, you know, were were you starstruck when we first met? Was that something you would say? No, I was. This other guy on the podcast and then I, th- I thought you just helped out a wee bit on right okay well that's really offensive because that guy's a jerk but um, in terms of, of 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 the work that you've seen you've become involved in it You're you're no, would you say you're no longer a fan of, of the podcast per se or, or how would you word it like when you started off you were always a producer of the Sly Guy podcast from the start from a switched over to the Weird podcast you were here yeah I had to negotiate you and offer offer a good transfer fee to get you on board from Boytown, but um you know, I feel that was good. Now do you find that you can maybe step away maybe a little bit from the producer role and whenever you're editing the guest podcasts, do you feel yourself maybe becoming a fan again that you're able to watch it from an outside perspective? Absolutely. Yeah, really? and what are you honestly what are your opinions of the of the, the new episodes that we're doing over on Patreon? Very good and very different to the normal podcast, they're... Nice. ...a different show, essentially. Yeah. Which is, which is nice. A different show. And that's what the... Because, again, people like the guests, you know. Don't think that the two of us haven't seen viewing figures on the YouTube. We see it. We see what's going on. We've seen it whenever I had Butler on as a guest. The views were high. That's I don't know what people want. If, if I know what the people want, I'll give it to them. And if they want guests, it's over there on Patreon. You can go over there and get it. Scoop it up. But what I will say... Is that this podcast, the Sly Guy Podcast? It is a, it's a small production. You know, it's just, it's a solo podcast, just with one guy here, just every week, week in, week out, trying to do the best that they can do. You know, for the people that love to listen to it. And it's hard sometimes. I know it's a lot. It's haven't done a duo podcast. I know it's easier every week to have someone to talk to. I know if you've guests on. It's easier. And maybe people like that. That's fine. But what I like about this is it's an outlet for me to try things. See if you go to see me in the Ulster Hall. Thank you if you went to that show. If you haven't been to this this new show coming up. A lot of stuff will come into my mind here. I'll be like, oh fuck, that could be stand-up. So that's the purpose of why I like it to be a solo podcast. Keeps my mind fresh. So selfishly, it's all about me. And if you like that, great. If you don't, hey, there's other things out there. So don't worry. The podcast is going to... It's only going to elevate behind the scenes. Patreon is going in a good direction. I'm feeling very good about it. I'm excited again about it. I love the podcast. And see, this podcast alone, I've said it before, it is the best solo podcast in the country. So there you go. Dare you to dare you to dare you to find something better because you won't. And if you do, I'll just tell you you're wrong. So fuck you. You know. That being said, if you do listen to the podcast, as I said. Do rate and review it. Do share it about the place. Do put it in your Instagram stories. Do retweet it. Everything like that you might think means a lot, but it helps. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. You know, rec- do things like that. Because again, we're trying to keep it pushing. We're trying to keep it moving. Now, will there come a time where you might try to change things up a little bit again? We're always changing. Ben and my approach to the podcast is very much like Demi Lovato's approach to herself. Could be anything, anytime. We're always hoping to change. But that's where we're at. Do you know what I'm saying? That's where we're at. So we are going to see. Maybe some of the guest podcasts may become available normally. But for only £2 a month, you get four guest podcasts. So that's 50p, a guest podcast. That's like less than a cup of coffee you're buying me every week. So, hey, we appreciate it. And I hope you enjoy it. But, hey, I'm feeling way, way better now. Back from a daddy daughter day, I'm feeling good, and we're getting exercise now. So now you know it's over on Patreon. There's no excuse to miss out on. It. Do, you know what I'm, do you know what I'm saying, Ben? Do you know what I do? You know what I'm saying. Come on, get the mic going. Holler if you hear me. We need to hear. It's been a while since you have given me a holler. If you hear me, let's go. Holler if you hear me. Uh, holler. There we. Go. That's the enthusiasm I want for this part. Po- holler from this guy, right there. Speaking of which hollering and hootering i went for a big walk this week and it was nice i took the dog out i mean this kind of looks like he's dead you know just let me point out this having this on my desk i do realize makes it look like my dog has died and i've got this sort of weird bespoke um sculpture made of him and see when he does die i will be like queen victoria i will just wear black for the rest of my days so I'll be heartbroken when that guy dies he's my favourite guy ever and um, we thought you know he's a little bit sad of late because we haven't been able to get him on real big walks because the kids and stuff and just working I say working I'm just at home doing podcasts with people and messing around whereas my wife's doing she's the main breadwinner she's out she's bringing home the carbs and I'm at home just you know hugging dogs and listening to myself to see what clips to make a podcast but <clears throat> She's out there. So we decided we're going to take him for a big walk. So we brought him to um we brought him to White Spots, I think it's called. Is that a country but is it a country park or is it just a place? Yeah, who knows? Ben's like fuck, I know it's just, it's, all I know is there's lots of trees at it and it's an open space. So we brought him here. I met my um I met my mother-in-law and my father-in-law with me, my wife, and the two dogs. They have a dog kind of like my dog. My dog's a golden retriever, and I think their dog, they call it a golden retriever, but it may or may not be a sheep because they bought it off some person um, at the start of lockdown in Limerick from the back of a van. So I'm not 100% sure of their dog's lineage, but they call it a golden retriever. I don't know. But all I know is she's a lovely dog. She's a nice little little dog, real good demeanor, lots of fun. So we thought, we'd bring two dogs out, let them run wild, have a good time. They did. They went out, they got covered and completely covered, head to toe in mud straight away, stinking. Um, there was a really wet day, it was a really cold day, but it was a good walk. See you what know, I was doing? I was like, I feel amazing here. Like, I set myself the target of doing 10K steps a day because, hey, that's what athletes do. You know, new year, new year, new year, new year, new year. New year, new year. <laughs> new year. You me why why can't I say that? Shit. But we thought, you know, it a be a good way to get out, get the steps up. So we went there. We ended up walking to a place called Helen's Tower, which if anybody knows anything in the North Down walking region, Helen's Tower is the epicentre of North Down. You can start at any any point in North Down and just walk and you'll end up at Helen's Tower. Ben, true or false, is a North Down man. Would you agree that that is that you you start anywhere, you walk anywhere, you end up at Helen's Tower? Quite often, I just go around to the shops and end up at Helen's Tower. Yeah. There you go. See, it's just whatever happens, you end up at Helen's Tower. So, whenever we went there, we went there from the White Spots Country Park side. We got to Helen's Tower. But the, Helen's Tower is quite high up, isn't it? It's a tower, it's atop of a hill. In terms of like first form geography, it's got all the. Def- it's it's hard to attack because it's up a hill. It's got good vantage points. You know, it's, it's got all the works. And we got there. That was fine. And my father in law was like, this is the way to go and the way back We followed him and then after a while when we got like down to where the car was again we realised he had taken a wrong turn we got lost we'd ended up going from we ended up going from Newton Ards to basically the outskirts of Bangor so we, we ended up just going from two, to from from one town to a completely different town now the dogs obviously were loving us, they were completely fucked by the time we finished it and figured it all out walked back to Helens Tower again and back the way we came ended up doing the guts of 10k which, for, for a Sunday afternoon stroll, too much. You know, I was enjoying it at the time, but by the end of it, I was like, you know, I'm not highly Gabri Selassie. Like, I shouldn't be travelling this distance. You know, I'm, I'm very much, I'm, I'm, I'm built for speed. Do you know, I'm like, I'm a deadlift kind of guy. that I do one motion, and I'm done exercise-wise. So by the end of that, I was completely fucked. Real freezing, got home. And see when I got home, see when my wife and I got home, my kids weren't there. Mm. Ben, you know what they say? They say sex is good, don't they? Holler. If you, ben, get on the mic. Holler if you hear me. They say sex is good, yeah? Holler. Holler. You, this this is a guy who loves sex right there. But what? Oh, he celebrates it. He does. He loves it. But they say sex is good. But you know what's better than sex? A hot shower when you're cold. I got in from that. I got in the shower. And what was weird was my wife was obviously just, you know, in another room but she came into the bathroom because she heard noises <laughs> coming from the bathroom I was in the shower and I was just felt so good I was going oh, oh yeah and like the water just hit me she thought I was like I don't know pillaging my own a-hole or something but she thought uh, whatever I'm doing I'm doing something dirty in the shower so rather than like come in to have a You know, see what's going on, maybe join me in the shower. She was like, Coming in to catch me. That's what wives do now. Like say at the beginning when they're girlfriends, they'll come in and like they'll be like, Oh, what are you doing in there? and come join you. When they're wives, they always want to catch you. Like they don't wanna they don't wanna come and join, they wanna catch. Like she'll come in and be like, Are you being a dirty wee wanker? I'm like, No, I'm just having a hot shower. You know, she's like, Why do you have a full erection? I'm like, Hey, because Redox feels good, baby. But no, the truth is I it was so cold that it looked like I had it looked like I had a vagina. With a natural spawn. You know, that's what it looked like. Because my dick had gone and I just had big, long, flat leather balls. My my balls looked like a beaver's tail. You know, and there was no dick. So, I mean, aliens come down and be like, oh, what's this creature? They'd be like, I don't know, but he's got, he doesn't have testicles. He's got a beaver's tail and he doesn't have a vagina or a penis. He just has effectively a beaver's tail and it looks like a hairy badger set. Because it's just loads of hair and it goes in the way. And if you, you know, if you send a dog down there, it may or may not get eaten. But it was disgusting and it was in that shower, I just felt so good. So I am saying to you listeners, if there's anything out there that you think is more pleasurable experience in a warm shower after a cold day of exercise, please get in touch because I'm all about pleasant, I nearly said sexual experiences. I'm not all about that, but I'm all about a good time. So if you know something that feels good, please, by all means, get in touch. And let me know what feels good on my body. Thank you. And you know what else must feel good, I'm sure, for somebody, Ben? Britney Spears. She's probably feeling pretty good and of herself because she's been freed from her dad's conservatorship. But hey, have you seen her Instagram recently? (laughs) What I'd recommend you do, get the microphone loaded up, get on Britney Spears' Instagram, have a nosy. Because since her dad's no longer running the shit, Britney's just kind of... You know, she's just doing, doing whatever she wants. You know, she's just, you know, getting. I was going to say getting it done, but she isn't. Are you? Are you there? Yeah. And what do you think? Like Brittany's... That's that, that's 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 a lot of skin. Yeah, Brittany's just gone. You know what? Now that I'm free, the only thing to do is just get my get my ditties and my Joe's Holland toot nanny out and show everybody what's going on. And to be fair, it doesn't look like you know she's doing the best does it it doesn't look she does a thing or if you watch watching the video of her in the bikini bin of course she is are you yep mm. are you watching what she's doing with the water she's putting water into her mouth and just, just dribbling it down her face onto her chest how long that far down it's weird because it's that and then there's also a mixture of like old pictures of children and things pardon yeah I mean what I would advise you, you know what I think the more like When the whole Britney Spears situation came to light and people sort of, um, they got behind her, like, this is so unfair that Britney Spears' dad's in control of things, this is a major problem. Can I just, off the bat of it, before I go any further, just say that I control my children's financial situation also, so I'm kind of on a side on that a bit. But what I will say is when Britney Spears was a full adult woman worth millions of pounds, you know, I thought to myself, kind of sly that he's... In control of this and stopping her from putting certain content out. Now she's freed, she's doing this stuff. A bit of me starting to think that you know, the public maybe didn't know the full story a little bit. A bit of me thinks, hmm, maybe we just got a little, a little, little, little tidbit of the, of the facts and have kind of got it wrong. Like, have you ever seen the film The Ring? We're very much set up, here's a spoiler, if you've ever seen the film from like 2001 or whenever it was out. But in the movie The Ring, there's a, a main protagonist in it, I believe, called Samara. For years I was calling her Samaras, like the Celtic, and the, my ex-Celtic, and Man City striker. Gorgeous Samaras, um, George's. And uh, I think she's like Samara because basically what happened, there was in The Ring, long story, have you seen The Ring, Ben? Nah, I mean, either yes or no, not, French, un peu, you know, for maybe, I don't know, this is the worst French accent day there, but uh, I mean, I can do very 60 French too, but forgot about it, but um, in the movie The Ring, right, they were like, there's this girl in this video up here, Samara, and she's coming out of a well, she looks like a tortured soul. They were like, what well, we need to do? This is not good. Samara's been tortured, or friggin' spirits in the well. This is terrible. What they've done, to this girl's terrible. We need to free her. Then they went and freed Samara from the well and she came out. And as she came out of the well, they were like, oh no, Samara's the bad guy. Fuck, there's a reason why Samara got killed and thrown down a well with a big fucking stone lid. She can't be getting her out. And all I'm saying, there's a reason why Mr Spears kind of control what Britney's doing because she's straight on Instagram with effectively full nudity full out. So and it's not like it's done in a sort of way whereby you know she's like it looks like kind of somebody who's just like they maybe don't know that they're naked and they're just kind of like hey and you're like oh no Brittany needs help so what I'm suggesting to do is I think we need to go back we need to start a new movement and what we need to do is we need to get we need to put Brittany down the well we need to get her in a well for her own benefit we need to get her down the well we need to get her clothes back on we need to stop letting her film herself spitting water down her boobies and we need we need to support Mr Spears get Mr Spears' Spondulix back make it happen please because Brittany Brittany is Samarta. IDST, you heard it here first, and here we make predictions in this podcast, the last prediction we made that Gillian Maxwell get off everything, hey, we got it wrong, we swing and miss sometimes, we try, we do what we do, mm. and move on, speaking of moving on, Ben, how long have you been talking shit for? 36. Mmm! Well, that's 30. 30? How can you go from 36 to 30? Please tell me. Because, if you remember, there was a few attempts at starting the podcast. Yeah, I mean, basically what it was, I was just fucking raging at the start. You know, and a lot of people like it when I get annoyed in this podcast, but people are dying of heart attacks these days, and I don't want to be another one of those guys. I get so wound up, I just thought I would let it go. But anyway, what's that noise? Do I hear a phone ringing? I do. I can hear a phone ringing. After talking about the ring, that's freaking me out. I'm having a serious problem. But listen, what we're going to do? I'm just going to get into the listeners' questions and just see what is happening. It's weird, isn't it, that we've done this and we haven't actually, uh, we haven't actually seen any sponsors do because did it at the top. Do people like that? I don't know. Did talk about rate and review in the podcast? Nah, you can do that over an Apple Apple Podcast. Rate and review five stars, please. It helps. And as I said before. Let's start a movement where you share the Sly Guy podcast in your e story, so I can share it out again, so people can see this logo, and it helps. I'm a dog needs to get dog food as well, so this is my job. Help me. Um, first question: John Joe said, "Now that you're a full time comedian guy, can you get the on finger out and get the Sly Hard some merch, please?" Um, summer's coming, and Daddy needs a stringer. Ben, we we were talking about that. Before you um, Let let me just I feel like I want to get you in the mic here And just have you um, Answer a couple of questions You were responsible for Merch and Boytown And uh, would you say you enjoyed that experience? Not in the slightest No, would it be one of your most most hated experiences in life? It would be definitely up there, yeah Yeah, and what, what was it about it that you hated so much? It was Overly complicated And Yeah really Yeah, so, so you know what happened. we're going to do You've heard it here first I don't know why I'm saying this in the podcast, because it's just going to put pressure on me. But we are going to get stringers ready for summer. We're going to get one-size stringers. And I've said it before to people, once you get your stringers, guys, girls, just be wary. The stringers are going to be stringers. So when you put them on, you're going to need to jewel your nipples. Now, we're going back. We're going back a long time. Here we We're going back to very early Sly Guy episode, when I was just talking about stringers and pierced nipples and bodybuilding. And if you're wearing a stringer, the nipples are out. You need to bejewel them, you need to show people what you're working with. So guys, if you get a stringer, your nipples will be out. Girls, if you get a stringer, hey, your nipples your full tits will be out. You know, but you just gotta be aware of that. That if you're putting on a stringer, the full tits will be out. So just all I'm saying is when you get stringers and you're sharing those out on social media, make sure you put the wee pink flower over your nipples like Britney did, or you'll get banned. Unless of course your jewelry amazing, in which case take the jewelry out and hold the jewelry, then put the wee flowers over so you see the jewelry but still wear the. I digress. What we're saying is we are going to get a range of stringers that say physique guy on them. Ben, that's your job. Not that you don't have enough jobs for me at the minute, but that's your job to remind me to get somebody else to do it all right. Mm-hmm. And we'll figure. We will figure out March. That is. Um that is 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 something we wanna do. So we're gonna get on that. We're gonna maybe just get a load of load of merch together and just get it out there and we'll see how that goes. You know, again, it'll be a lot of fun. We'll get we will get there, John Joe. I'm sorry it's taking so long. We've just got the Patreon sorted, we're just making sure that it's as mint as possible. I mean what a phrase. And then we'll focus on the merch because hey, we're all about supplying. There's if there's the demand, we give you the supply. The people who want to guess in the podcast, I give it you. You want the merch? i give it you. And then we'll do a bespoke photo shoot. You and me wearing the merch. My trainer and me. Just bodybuilding guys. You now what I will say John Joe? You need to get a bit more tan. You're not the most tan guy in the world. If you're going to be wearing a stringer. you got to tan up. Whether it's natural. Whether it's fake. you got to tan up. And you need to get both your nipples pierced. That's all I'm saying. I've got both mine done. and never even wear stringers. The only thing I wear is a rock hoodie vest t shirt with my nipples hanging out showing the people not only do i have really for the size of me quite petite neat pretty nipples i also have an attitude and that attitude is the hardest worker worker in the room i'm the hardest worker in any room i'm ever in this room just me and ben who's are you watching football he's watching football therefore i'm the hardest worker in this room you can be too but get a tonic. get your nipples pierced sharon has said any controversial opinions on a big movie franchises such as Harry Potter, Star Wars, Lord of the Ring, Rings, Lord of the Ring? I mean, I watch a franchise called Lord of the Ring. I mean, it's on, its honestly, it's to be fair, it's on a website with pretty similar color scheme to this podcast. So if you want to look up Lord of the Ring, www.pornhub.com/slash Lord of the Ring, see what you want over there. I love Harry Potter, but my boyfriend loves Lord of the Rings, and neither will concede to watching the other's favorite. You know what? I feel like you're in a really healthy relationship. I feel like you've asked questions before. Um, you've told me before that your boyfriend doesn't listen to this podcast, which instantly makes me want to be on your side. Anyway, so so the fact may be I'm a fan of Harry Potter. So I am. I'll tell you a true story that I got mugged off. I am um, before I get in. This is just totally side story that I don't know if I've ever told this before, but you can listen. I used to live with a French guy called Eves, and we lived in in a house together. On the Lisburn Road, and why Eve was Eve was a great guy. In fact, you know I'd love to hear what he's up to these days. He was trained to be a chemist, and he was just living with me, and it was just living the dream. Great man. Hope to hear from him again soon. Reach out to me if you hear this. But he was cooking one day in the kitchen, and I went in. And I was like, "Listen, Eve, I'm bouncing across the road here to Tesco's to get some groceries, get some stuff. You know, do you want anything?" And he looked at me and he went, "Yes, Dave, could you get me Harry Potter?" And I went. Harry Potter, you say a her? And I went, sweet, no problem. So I went over to the shops, did all my shopping, on the way through, saw the be bar- bargain bucket bin DVDs, three quid, Harry Potter and like the Chamber of Secrets or some shit, I thought he wants Harry Potter. Maybe this guy just wants to, ki- the French guy's just had a lot of stress in his day, just doing too much chemistry. He just wants to eat a bit of grub, kick back in his bed and watch some Harry Potter, and who am I to judge? So I bought him some Harry Potter, I came back. He's still in the kitchen. He was like, do you have my Harry Potter? And I was like, yeah, there's your Harry Potter there, mate. Don't mention it. And he's, and he's like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, it's Harry Potter. You yeah, asked for Harry Potter. Your boy gives you Harry Potter. And he goes, no, I asked for curry powder. And I was like, curry powder? You said Harry Potter? And he was like, no, I said curry powder. And I said, no, you said Harry Potter. And he said, no, I said curry potter. I said, i And then he just threw a fucking load of boiling oil in my face. <laughs> That's the French do, but yeah, it was a pretty fun story. And uh he got a Harry Potter DVD to put into the curry that he's making, because you know curry mm-hmm. powder. So effectively, I mean what is what is a curry without curry powder? It's effectively just yellow cream. Which sounds like something someone with a real bad STI would have. But anyhow, so I'm a Harry Potter guy. I have the complete works of Harry Potter. Um, on DVD because I like a DVD, you know, I like I like, I still like a DVD. I just started my four-year-old watching the first Harry Potter movie. There now, I know Harry Potter goes to a place where it gets a little bit dark, probably for a four-year-old. Uh, she certainly didn't like it. Whenever Voldemort's head was revealed in the back of, the, underneath that teacher's turban, she didn't like that at all. It gave her the willies. She was in my bed that night crying. But we're going to try it again now. The mentors—they're pretty frightening characters, and you'll probably see them soon. Listen, we'll be prepared. But I'm more of a Harry Potter fan. i much like your boyfriend. I'm not that keen on watching Lord of the Rings. I feel like it's an awful lot of stupid shit to get where it needs to get to. You know, these fucking like midget guys just with big feet just fucking around the place. Shoot them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this Froder guy—is he called Froder? Froder Baggins? Frodo? Froder? Frodo? Frodo. Frodo. And then there's a Bilbo, isn't there? The Bilbo Baggins. You've did we look at the Bilbo the, the Baggins family tree on here at one point? I don't know. I thought I would looked up the Baggins family tree. Let's go and see what the fucking what the Bagginses are up to and uh, the Baggins family tree. What's funny is it literally is a thing that's on Google. The Baggins family tree. Um, to be fair, it's probably a podcast out there called the the fucking Baggins family tree. And um, let's look at some of these Baggins. You're thrown to the ba- the ball Baggins. Um. No, no, it's on fucking Pinterest, of course it's on Pinterest, you can't fucking see shit on Pinterest, Um, the Baggins of Houston, what the fuck, the Baggins of Houston sounds like some kind of like niche, um, some sort of fucking (laughs) niche TV show, like the Real Housewives of, of Houston and LA, all different sort of Branch the branches. Oh no! It's actually the, the Baggins of Hobbiton, not Houston. The Baggins of Houston would be t- totally different. DeAndre Baggins and Co. Like, wow, a lot of Baggins here. Um, I want to see full. I want to f- see full screen. Open up Middle Earth. Oh man, here we go. This is, this is you know what Ben? You need to get. You need to be the man that does all this because I'm I'm a technophobe and I can't see shit. So there you go. You're, there's it's not even Belbo. it's Bulbo Baggins and he mar- obviously married somebody called Bergula Boffin and then they had some kids they had Panty, Ponto, Mongo, Largo, Lily Baggins, Fosco, Judo Bingo, Bingo Baggins is good Bongo, Bingo, Fosco Rosa, Polo and then my personal favourite Baggins Linda <laughs> there's fucking Posco, Presca, Belbo, Otho, Odo, Falco Drogo, Dudo, Fusco, Bingo and Linda Those ones within in the car garage and Banger, the Fusco's The F- Fusco Baggins yeah you can go down there and get yourself a real sweet KO, Fusco Baggins Bongo, Polo, Rosa um, Pansy, Ponto imagine being Linda Baggins you know you'd be fucked off all your, all your brothers are fucking Falco and Bilba and Bilbo and Prisca and Pasco and Arthur and bloody Lin- Linda Baggins Linda Baggins sounds like a dinner lady, doesn't she? Fucking Linda Baggins is going to make you an apple tart over there. Away you go. I, I, go ask Linda Baggins for more custard. Fucking Linda Baggins. So there you go. The Baggins family tree. Posco Baggins. L- Linda. I you, you could get a paramilitary nickname out of that. Linda. Linda Bungo Baggins. You know, Linda, Linda, Linda Bungo Baggins has been sentenced to 12 years for having a marijuana farm in her attic in the Bully Bean estate, Linda Bilbo Baggins. The Bungo Baggins, fuck me. The Baggins, the Baggins boys. <laughs> the Baggins boys sound like they're there. They're like the piggy Blinders versus the Baggins boys. Um... So, we're not even. Cheers for the question, Sharon. Shit, you really brought me down an alleyway there. My point is, I have not watched The Lord of the Rings. I tried to watch it once, it bored me. I prefer Harry Potter. I like children and I like wizardry. I don't like small people with big feet to freak me out. I don't like little hobbit people either. Weirds. So, yeah, and and Star Wars, I kind of think, was fun when I was like eight. But now that like, if you watch Star Wars and you like, get all excited about it and you camp outside a cinema and you're like 42, loser and potentially a school shooter in the making. So I would say don't be obsessed with Star Wars if you're too old because it makes you a nerd. Harry Potter, on the other hand, is fine. But yeah, I, li- I like what your boyfriend does. I must say, I am want to point out, I like that he's like, yeah, I'm not watching Harry Potter. That's- I'm Lord of the Rings and that's it. But also do check out Lord of the Ring on Pornhub Place, great show. Um, Lewis has said, "If you're on death row, what would be your last meal?" Let's we'll say fucking prison guard's dick, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling out his ass. <laughs> no. Probably if it, like if I was going to die at the minute i in a physique I probably just be you know chicken fillet sweet potato and some asparagus but listen if I'm off the wagon it's gonna be some kind of probably pizza or burger a man of pizza and bangers bangers pretty good like I would recommend that the surf and turf burger pizza mm. I like that right now I definitely have a banoffee pie for dessert ice cream banoffee but not a banoffee that's all cream you ever get those in are fucking raging? you order a banoffee and they come out and they have got the crumble. The, they've got the bananas, then a little bit of toffee, and it's all whipped cream to fill it up. Fuck that. I like a wedge of crumble, just like, you know, buttered biscuit. Or as Dizzy Rascal say, Big buttery biscuit base! And then thick toffee and banana. Like th- I want the toffee to nearly pull my... Not even my fillings out. I want the toffee to pull my teeth out. I want to rip my own teeth out, let alone my, my fillings. I want my brain to drip out the holes in my mouth because toffee's so strong. And I'm going to be killed anyway, aren't I? So fuck it, may as well die, sucking all my teeth out. And then once I've no teeth, I'll call the prison guard over and be like, tell you a secret. And he'll be like, what's that? Gobble, gobble. And if I haven't started, I'll have fucking scallops or fucking, <laughs> I don't know, camembert or some shit, baked, obviously. Or brie, some deep-fried brie. Or I'll tell you what I like. I can like seafood chowder. Seafood chowder. Then will be very full, to be fair, seafood chowder. Followed by a man of pizza, followed by a big bit of banoffee and ice cream, you're going to need a shite after that, I'm going to have to say, listen, please prison officer, I'll, I've will i just done you a favour there, can't we go for a shite? He'd probably go, oh well if I must, or he'd probably actually be disgusted because he just, you know, see when you've ejaculated? your entire thought process in your mind is different like before he's probably like, oh i'm going to be sucked off i'm really up for this and then after he realizes he's just been sucked off by me with no teeth he's probably disgusted himself he's like oh no why did i do that why did i not just a, like what is <laughs> cheers to the question lewis i appreciate it colin Geddes has said what's it going to take for me and you to get in serious shape pronounced obliques and abs and do a stand-up slash magic mic style show on the road I mean if the people want to see it let, let's let's get it done let's, now that I'm full-time let's just start working out together we can just like I mean it's, start, it's starting off to be like get it filmed flog it you and me just working out every day just covered in oil people would watch it I think there's definitely a demand from for a bear and a gorilla just doing a lot of homoerotic lifting and then listen go on the show Going on the road with the show, a Magic Mike style show. It's called Special Steve because it's more be more our vibe. Be a lot of fun, um. But I, this is a year of the physique guy, so let's do it, Colin. Let's do it. Um. Helen Larvin has said, "Hey Dave, well done and on being one to watch in 2022. Um. Yeah, let We'll have fun with this one. I know it's said. You know what? What Helen's referencing here is there was an article done. In a Sunday newspaper, and it was people to watch in twenty twenty two, and it just so happens, I was one of the. There was the comedian to watch this year. Oh. Um, and what I want to point out there is also, I just the same newspaper had me as one to watch in twenty twenty one. Clearly, they haven't watched enough in twenty twenty one. So like, we're, we're, what we're going to do is we're just. It was like Parks and Rec. Series 1, nah, It was alright. We watched it, but we want series 2 and series 2 got better. So that's what we're doing with me. I want to watch more in 2022 and enjoy it. Um, but what you're talking about now, when I did set interview, I said before in the interview about sitcoms. I told them, don't print it, I'm not really allowed to talk about it. They printed it. That's everywhere now and I'm probably not going to get them made. But anyway... It said that your sitcoms have been picked up. Now, let me just point out, I have pitched three sitcom ideas to people. They are all with a production company. Between the three of them, they're with two different production companies. They're in development. It's not been picked up, they're in development. One is going to be made into a taster in March time, which is very exciting. And... Um, I don't know why I all of a sudden started speaking like a Filipino there and it's getting picked up and super very exciting in March 2022, so exciting, I can't wait for you, I'm so excited, Um, <laughs> but are they based in NI and are you set to star in them or are you behind the scenes now? All three are set in Northern Ireland. I am, as it stands, potentially going to be in one of them I I don't have a I don't have a big interest it's weird see for me I always got my biggest kick out of writing and seeing it come to life without necessarily me being in it I get an idea of a character in my head and then I write with the, the the pictured character in my head and I have only been one character in any of these things there would have been maybe when I started writing one many moons ago I was in line to play the lead character, in my opinion. But as time went on I'm, like, I'm too old for that now. So it's just I'd get someone else in there. But for me the main thing is in the writing. I like to write stuff. I like to be behind the scenes. I enjoy it obviously I love doing stand up. I like doing the podcasting as well, of course. But um I like to write stuff I like to see it come to life. That's what excites me. Mm-hmm. So I mean I'm happy enough to just write stuff and let other people be in it. I'll maybe, of course, want to do stuff if it suits or if I'm right for the part, but I'm not really in. The one that's been filmed in March, I'm not in. I'm a behind-the-scenes guy on that, so I'll just be sitting there in my own bespoke, personalised chair with my name on it, wearing an over-the-shoulder bag. I'll be wearing a leather satchel across me. I'll I'll have a shirt on. I'll have a blazer but I'll have a gilet over the blazer. I'll be wearing maybe a trilby hat or like a flat cap and sunglasses and people will be feeding me fruit bowls. And I don't mean fruit balls as in the slang term for whenever a man tucks his balls and dick between his legs and bends over. Not a fruit ball like that, like an actual bowl of fruit. And I'll be telling people, your performance is terrible it needs to be better and I'll just be behind the scenes doing that but yeah it's a lot of fun it's an exciting time I have a few other wee things that I'm going to be starting working on soon and yeah it's it's fun let's just hopefully I mean as somebody who has had a project in development I say a project in development it was a it was it was a series of advertisements many many years ago I was quoted a fee that I would have received for that, and I had already spent the fee in my head as soon as it was given to me. I was leaving work. This is like six years ago. I was leaving work then. And then it fell apart. It didn't happen. So I was heartbroken. It ruined my life at the time. But the good news is now, I will not get excited about any of these projects until the time comes that I'm on a set or they're being filmed. But at the minute, It's exciting. What's up with you? Ben's taking his headphones off and he looks like he's really uneasy. Are you okay? Just just relaxing. Just relaxing. He's taking his trousers off. You can keep them on, just five minutes will be finished. Last question. Naomi Mitchell has said, is it even an episode if there's not some Demi Lovato thrown in? I mean, what we're gonna say now, Ben, do, do, do you like to just come to do the podcast only you, one of your like stipulations is I have to talk about Demi Lovato? every week you know I think at least five minutes each week What's what we agreed on well I mean that's fair let's have a look here Um, oh wow what's interesting is I just click this link that you sent me and the first picture at the top is to an article that says Mark Wright's mum Carl gets boob job at 61 and says she's not ashamed I mean I wouldn't be either, Carl you look great Um, big shout out to breast augmentation, live your best life unless of course it's Britney Spears in which case ask your dad first Um, Demi Lovato shows off huge spider tattoo on head and special meaning behind it now what I like about this is this article has entirely taken out any pronouns (laughs) it's not even good English rather than saying Demi Lovato shows off huge spider tattoo on their head and special meaning behind it Demi Lovato shows off huge spider tattoo on head and special meaning behind it Adding to their collection of twenty-five plus tattoos already, Demi Lovato revealed their boldest tattoo yet on Saturday afternoon—a huge spider etched across their skull. Hey, Demi Lovato's cooked the goose. There you go. Um, I mean, here's the thing: the unveiling. You, what are you laughing at? Are You watching, reading this story over here? What are you? What are you? What are you, what are you sn- sniggering at? It's another Demi one I'll uh, bring to the class after. Right. Okay. Taking to their Instagram stories, Demi showcased. Like she Here's the thing: you don't showcase. You just do it. You just post it. She showcased. That's another point of charity. There. Sorry. They showcased a series of clips and snaps of her head half shaved. A celebrity tattooist, Doctor Wu, sounds like Ric Flair. Woo, worked his magic. Um, let's see. Oh wow. Doctor Wu. It was it was Grandmother Spider who taught us many things. Demi after giving fans a glimpse of their new tattoo. Oh no. She taught us about pottery and weaving. Grandmother Spider taught us many things. So Demi Lovato's like, right, I'm I get a lot of experience for Grandmother Spider. Now what has Demi Lovato learned from Grandmother Spider? Pottery and weaving. Cause I mean Demi Lovato's flat out just fucking at the potter's wheel and just making waves for I don't know, black women's heads and don't know what sort of wave she works on she taught us about fire, light and dark she taught us that we we're all connected on the web each one of us having our place in this world, they continued explaining the meaning behind a new P. Pe- go and write some fucking songs Demi Lovato-Williams, stop being such a fucking oddity um, you know what the spider tattoo is? shit it looks stupid. Your hair's going to grow over it and stop doing things. They're so rare. And to be fair, their haircut's better than that stupid bob they got whenever um they decided, listen, I'm now, this is what I do now. Give me the worst haircut ever. So disrespectful to people who are non-binary because you can be non-binary and have good haircut. Demi keeps saying to you, get a better haircut. Um, Demi's believe to have 25 pieces of body art in total. Um there you go. Demi, stop. Now you're just going to tell me Oh whoa. What what are you looking at there? Please tell me what you're bringing to the table. Do I just read the the headline to you? Yeah, sure. Demi devato claims she communicates with aliens by singing 2011 hit song Skyscraper. Yeah, well you know what I'm gonna to say to you, Ben, as produced of the podcast, talked about that last week. So hey, That's hurtful, hurtful. Bizarre. Yeah, I mean, what has happened if all of all the songs that you're gonna to sing to a ghost, don't sing your own songs. Demi, listen, I would love to have they on the on the podcast to come and chat. Please. If you're ever in Belfast, holler at your boy. And speaking of which Ben, how long have we talked for? If we hit 45, I'm the, I'm the, the king of podcasts. Just over an hour. Hey, it was suck my dick. Uh, the last time we spoke was 30 minutes. I've somehow done 30 minutes out of the listener questions. And people say the podcast is dying. You know what I say to that? You need to die to be reborn. Patreon.com forward slash podcast. See us next week. Love ya. I'm the Slag Guy.